0: One Nation
1: Welcome to One Nation radio hosted by Richard Ladd and James Boyd if you'd like to become a part of the nation email us at radio at gmail.com you can contact us using Twitter at one Nation radio at dangerrich 32 or at James Boyd onr. We are also on iTunes as well. You can go to one nationradio.automatic.com and subscribe to the show with the iTunes button on the right-hand side. And after all that, go visit foreverwrestling.tumblr.com for instant streaming much more. Now that you've heard how to reach us, let's get to the show. One
0: Nation Radio! Okay,
1: I'm going to attempt to drown myself. You can try this at home. You can be just like me.
0: Welcome to One Nation Radio. This is James Boyd. We're here with Richard Latta. Um, fresh off a trip to Orlando for uh, the Florida Classic, Damn me versus uh, with New it Was your first first time for Richard for going out there? Uh, what was your thoughts on it, man?
1: It was pretty cool. Um, the whole band atmosphere, college at- atmosphere. I didn't attend college myself, but I always imagined it would have been a lot of fun. You know, had I been in that age. Um, Saw a lot of crazy stuff out there.
0: Oh, oh, of course. It is, you know, Ratchett's at its finest. Of course. um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was was pretty cool, though. Pretty cool trip overall. Um, The bands played a lot of the same songs, and you could clearly kind of tell who was, you know, the king, you know.
0: And for those that don't know, you know, not really know much about, you know, HBCU football, that kind of stuff, who was the king when it came to the whole uh, marching band thing? It was, um... Florida AM. Um I
1: thought Bethune had a better, like, song selection, and they, you know, did that, but... Yeah. Their execution wasn't as good. Okay. And they kept right. doing, like, rude shit, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like, they'll start a song, and they'll just cut them off. Like, I, that may be a common thing, but I think that's rude. I
0: don't remember them doing that two years ago. Um, but, you know, just wanted to get your, little, your thoughts on that. And really, the reason why we had this podcast is... Uh, for um a lot of the you know thoughts about music and whatnot and over the last few time ta- um few months or whatever. Last thing we did was what, the Kanye one? Or uh, the Jay Z one? Jay Z one? Yeah. yeah, so we kinda skipped we skipped over to Drake. Um and uh just in the last few weeks Eminem dropped M dropped album and um It's already platinum too. Already? Already. Wow. Shocker. Uh wonder why. But but uh Let's start there. Um, what were your thoughts on the album? Um, I mean, I'm trying to
1: load up the track list so I just have a better talking point. Okay. When we first saw the whole MMLP thing on VMAs and all that, I was initially excited. I mean, one of my favorite albums is a youth was the Marshall Mathers' First LP. Okay. Um, it was an album that I'm very anti-establishment. It was yes. a point in my life where I was kind of alone. Um, I, I lived down in California, moved away from all my friends and stuff like that. So all I had to do really was, you know, play basketball, listen to music, watch the Lakers, you know. So I really, really got into that album a lot. And it served as a soundtrack, I'll say, for like a year, year and a half or so. Of my life, Um, flash forward to 2013. um, There's a lot of different you know music that's come along and that's really captivated me. Um, As far as Eminem, I've been kind of down on Eminem since Encore. Which is
0: which is a fair criticism for most people. Like most people jumped off of it after Encore because,
1: like right when Encore was about to come out, I knew I was like, nope, it's not. It's not what it was. So I kind of disconnected. And kind of fell on my shit list for a while. Um, Listening to this album and Recovery, which I actually enjoyed a lot. Relapse, I thought was awful. Um, and Eminem's had this run of doing feature verses where he's just killing people. And then his music is sounding sounding a lot better. Like it sounded more focused. His production leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, a little bit. The, uh... There's a there's 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 a couple of songs in album I like. Um, it's it's cool. It's a good album. To me, it's about like a seven out of 10, seven and a half out of ten. Um, I really like Monster. Okay. A lot. Um, rhyme or reason. I've always liked that sample of um, that. Who's your daddy? Like that, that was that was cool. Ruben wasn't a disaster as I first saw it. Um, uh,
0: me, you were down like who's. You hear like what happened with initial shock of of hearing that Ruben had to cut down Kanye's album from like three hours or something to one hour, and he only had like X amount of time. And boom, the albums there. You hear that hits like whoa, what is you know what is this initial shock? It wears off, and then like there's still you know there's still holes in the album, especially in the back end of it. And then you see those Samsung commercials when he's you know kind of like overseeing the jay-z album yeah You're like what is that is he doing there i like, remember my thoughts on you know the whole rick rubin thing when we first like came
1: out? i was like roughly go ahead say it again like um i was like how the hell did rick rubin is able to be at the helm of these major projects when he has he's dropped like one noble rap beat in the last like 24 years
0: yeah it's true and that <laughs> and after you said that i think i started doing a little you know stuff that like recall my memory like you recall my, or recollect my memory as far as what he what he's been doing. Like really honestly he's really a rock producer to end up getting into rap through various sources. Like he listened to production back then mm-hmm. um and a lot you know, all the hard guitar stuff with, you know, rap drums or whatever, and then he goes all, goes off and he's you know, throughout the nineties and he's doing all these rock records. I like, love like that run D M C shit. Yeah, yeah that or is shit. or is hell. but it's just that's not necessarily his thing or whatever Now all of a sudden he comes back years later drops um, 99 Problems and falls off, go, you know goes away again yep and it, honestly it's, it's kind of like I don't it's, it's kind of like out there and then you're like alright well is he actually make a piece and you hear it at Christmas with people where he's not actually as much of um I, I was actually I was reading this um article um on Grantland it was talking about how you know every every major record producer or every producer for the most part, um, they have their their type of some type of like traditional sense of the get of getting in whether they were um a write, a songwriter or they were um an engineer mm-hmm. or they were um or even they were just like you know they were instrumentalists. He fit, he fits none of those categories, <laughs> and then if people say you know hear people like criticize and say he doesn't really do shit. It's more of like He's not really a producer as much as he's a coach. Right. It's like, okay. And you hear about all these certain things where he's kind of like there for the process of the music being made as much as it is like the actual music.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, okay, so people are paying whatever absorbent amount of money consultant. for that. Yeah, he's like a music consultant. Wow, like, oh, that doesn't really like get me a hot record for rap. Like, you know, typically you hear, you know, production, rap for production, you're thinking of somebody goes here, sit here, chill with somebody, get their vibe of what they want to do uh, for their vision of their music and then come up with something, they craft something that sound, that fits that mold or whatever musically. Whereas he's just saying, like, nah, I'm... That music, the music's already kind of made and I'm kind of, like, doing some tweaks for you or yeah. whatever to make it seem more, like... Make it better. Yeah. After the fact, which was, like, post-production was kind of, is, is you know... But, so me and you talked about this and then, like, I hear the album, and you know me, like, I'm more of a... I've always been... um. If you're that talented, you got to give me re- like you got to keep giving me reason for me to just finally just be done with you. Like uh, encore after I believe after Mosh it just falls off a whole, Like you get Big Weenies, terrible track. You get um, freaking Brain Man, another terrible track. Uh, relapse, you know he's talking about his past. With, you know after taking like five four years off, come back summer.
1: He's like, like all doing. unfocused and people are still swearing he's the biggest rapper yeah, in the world. And he, and he, all oh, this other stuff, it's just so... Crack a Bottle. Like... <laughs> yeah, a Crack a Bottle Suck came the out the the first. Out out I was of like, here. oh, no.
0: And sure enough, the album turned out to be an oh, no album. Recovery, you know, he he, he gets his head on straight. Uh, but and no it's still... Love it's still and, like, not. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, like Space Bound and... Um,
1: Talking to that? Myself.
0: Yeah, that's right. And like, really, like, Relapse, it only has, like, Beautiful as a track to really, like, stand behind. Like, We Made You's Not... Not
1: yeah. good. All um, like bombs over Baghdad, but the voice. Or, or bagpipes off. over Bombs. Yeah, yeah. Ba-
0: bagpipes. Yeah. And then he gets to this album, and you know when I first, like you said, like when I first saw the thing I was like, he's coming out with a Marshall Mathers LP two. This better stand up to, stand up to the quality of those of the first one because that's that's one of my ten favorite albums of all the time. Like that, that literally goes back adolescence and hearing all these all these things, pretty much, um, listening to it and even just. Yesterday, you listen to that, and it's not really. You don't want your. If you had kids, you don't want your kids to hear that until they reach a certain age. And we read age right, right when it was like, right before we probably were actually suitable to actually listen yeah, to that kind we of were stuff. Listening
1: to it. I mean,
0: it was like you it know, like the greatest thing in the world. Like, yeah, it, they, he was like he was literally like our like rap version of South Park of all this inappropriate stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um and, and, and definitely anti Southman and
1: stand up to all that the pop. Stuff that was going on at the time because I lived like I was I lived in Huntington Beach, California at the time, so it was like the middle of like NSYNC, Britney Spears, Battery Boys, like this whole era. Christina
0: Aguilera, 98 degrees. And it's
1: like it's like, damn, can I can I get something like that works for me? Like like nothing. Like everyone around me is just like you know all about you know whatever this is, and then I'm feeling like you know fuck this shit. Like this shit's lame. Like it's it's there, there's no substance behind. it There's nothing like there. You know, I'm thinking this at, like, 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And then you hear Eminem come out attacking all of them. So, of course, I'm going to stand on that side with him. Like, yeah, this is where it's at. You know, and then he's with Dr. Dre and Snoop and everybody else at the time.
0: Couldn't lose. Yeah, I mean, he was hot in the sun. Especially, I don't... And the weird thing is, I don't really know... Like, going back at I never was really, like, a huge... As much as I'm a huge fan of Mark Masters I never was, like a person to go back really to the slim shady album i am but i mean aside from you know like the singles or whatever like you know obviously you know there's guilty conscience there's um my name is there's um role model or whatever but in my fault but like like those was like i i grew it grew on me listening back because i this whole this past like two weeks has been out i've been going through like his whole catalog over and over and over this whole two weeks and, it, like, Rock Bottom was just nuts. Like, the King Kniff skits are just ridiculously funny still. Mm-hmm. And.
1: Brain damage. Uh, yeah, brain damage. turns.
0: At, yeah, exactly. So, you get back to it and you're thinking about how, like, you know, like, what his life was. Then he comes back and is like, okay, his life is now, you know, there are more problems than, you know, obviously, because of, you know, the re- the homosexual lyrics, the backlash you got from, which is kind of weird because this is kind of the arena that that's that's talked about homophobia for years, and then also he's the guy that everybody bangs on. Him, I don't know uh and and like to talk about how he he's such a to himself introverted, pretty much kind of like a recluse. Mm-hmm. and dealing with, like, the fame and people noticing who he is and everything, and how he hates, like, actually having to interact with other people and take time out of his day to acknowledge, you know, people that love him and people he makes his music for. Mm-hmm. And, like, he his kinda family... kind of existed,
1: just, like, in an alternate universe. Like, you know how we, in the wrestling, like, we'll be like, okay. Oh, yeah. This is going on in an alternate universe than like this how, other few.
0: Basically, how you're saying, like, how we were talking about the John Cena, Del Rio thing, and then yeah. how... Compared to everything that's going on, it's like separate, but it's also part of it. Yeah, yeah Eminem definitely is um, in a different w- realm compared to the mainstream rap universe. Like, nobody else is rapping about, about you know, raping people, uh, volume yeah. use. And, and back of them. Yeah, basically, like, perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> perfect example. And if they were, nobody, I don't think nobody's really, he's he really trying to listen to that. And I don't know why it was at, I don't know if it was the timing to why that blew up the way it did, but, like, it just expand. It just, like, mm-hmm. it's one of the biggest things we've ever seen. Um, But going back to the album, I heard album, and I'm, you know, I'm out of AI. My defenses up thinking, of skepticism, thinking, like, okay, Eminem, you look at that track record that he had from his first three out, or the first uh, three Aftermath albums And then 8 Mile and it and With 8 Mile You include that That run he had And all these are like in, This is all in a Four year span Or whatever mm. Then you get to Encore And everything Since Encore till now And you're like He's dropped three albums From 04 to 2013 now One of them One of them sucks No two of them suck One of them's good And now we're waiting For this one And you're like I don't know And he named One it, like, hot you, album Every ten year average Exactly. It's kinda of scary. So I get to it and I'm listening to the I listen to it and I'm like, okay. Get through the first track and I'm like, oh God, he's rapping about Kim again. I hear bad guy, I'm like, oh God, he's rapping about Kim again. And all of a sudden the third you hear the twist is like, Oh wow, this is actually stand two. Mm-hmm. and everything that falls behind it where you get the you know, the Rick Rubin tracks and they're all good. All like it probably you know, besides from maybe like Rap God and um which, Which I want to get to in a minute. Yeah. Besides Rap God and Bad Guy, like, those are the best tracks on the album. All of it. I, I was, I mean, we were just, I, was, I feel like I was just flat out wrong about Ruben and skepticism. And, you know, he he did it. Mission accomplished. Um, now, he's still like, the thing about him, and him is he, the album's good. It's not great. I don't know if, um... He has, you know, rap god as you mentioned. Bad guy, I feel in um, rap game with with uh, the song he has with Love Game. I'm sorry, yeah, Love Game. The song he has with Kendrick uh, Lamar, I feel like those go, those go up his, on his on his highlight reel. Hit like like you play these song like it goes to show you the skill and the, and the craftsmanship he has. Yeah. Um, but I
1: mean, first time I heard a Rap God, I was like, I want to quit rapping. Like I'll never <laughs> be that good. Like I'll never be that good. Like.
0: Just this pure, just pure unadulterated exhibitionism. Like, I feel, I think I said to you, I think this is, like, that was his Amelie.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, this is his, like, um, PSA, like, uh, for, J- like, Jay-Z had his PSA, like, mm-hmm. this is his, like, ex- exhibition of how, of his skill, and it stands forever in time of, yeah, that, that's, that's his, that's his one shining moment, if, mm-hmm. you, if you will. One shining moment. Um, but now, as you were talking about rap guy. What, what was your take on it? Like, just. When I first heard the beat, I was like, a little different for him. Uh-huh.
1: And then it was just like, oh, my God. And then the song's six minutes long, right?
0: And it's just six minutes, of oh, my God.
1: Yeah, and then, but, you know, our process nowadays is like, all right, I'll listen the first two minutes and then cut that shit off and I'll come back to it. I couldn't turn it off. Like, I was on my lunch um, at work. I, like, walked in a couple minutes late listening to this song just because I <laughs> wanted to make sure I heard the whole thing. And I ran back that part when he started busting into like the super triple double time flow. It was like super ridiculous. Like it made what Busta Rhymes has been doing lately sound novice almost.
0: Yeah, it's it's like when I first heard it, you told me that you thought I heard it one time. I listened to it. I was like, okay. I was like, that's
1: what the album's like. Sign me up.
0: Yeah, and I said to myself like, that's going to be the whole entire album. I don't know if that's what's going to work because, like, one is so out. It's so far away from what Eminem albums sound like, which may not actually be a bad thing. But just, just blatant, just going out, just ramble rap. Like I don't know because, it, we flat out, Eminem's albums are about how his miserable life. That for the most part about how miserable his life is, regardless of this, the fame, the money, the notoriety he's received. It's never, it's never enough. Like one of his other songs is called so. um... You 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 hear it and I'm like, okay, so this whole, the whole album is gonna sound like like he's forty some years old. Forty one? Forty one years old now at this point in time and he's still talking He has this urge to be like the king still or? I don't know what it is and is but my my thing I was like he's still writing about homosexuals. Like he's still like gay bashing at this time, like hey man, like We off that. You're a little too old for that at this point. Now, I thought you had stopped this. I mean, he had toned it down. You didn't listen to um, Eminem's show. He definitely toned down, like, the gay bashing from, from that point in time to... Uh, from just even a year before with... Uh, I'm sorry, two years before with uh, the first Marshall Mathers LP. And... I was like, oh, is this, I really, I understand it's called, all right, is that what we're getting back? We're getting the ridiculous, crazy stories about about dead kittens' heads and mailboxes <laughs> and whatever. Like cutting and, off
1: fat women's cities and shit. Yeah, like.
0: and, like, we pretty much got that. I mean, and, and the thing is, like, you hear so far, and it's like, okay, this is where it's like, it's came down to. Like, yeah, like, uh, the part where the, the last verse of, uh, the way I am, when he's talking about uh, I can't I can't take a shit in the bathroom stall without someone standing by it. Mm-hmm. He starts off to where so far he's in the bathroom he needs me to take a dump, and he's like, "Damn, I'm getting bothered." Oh, he's out of toilet paper? Yeah, hand me that nap you want me to wipe. You want me to uh, to use <laughs> sign my autograph with wipe my ass with it, and hand it back to you, and go from there. And then he talks about the rest of his life being like, you know. I, I got all this. I got such a great life, but I was raised to be a certain way, and like you know, and I enjoy my life, and I think that's kind of saved me from you know go, going broke. Uh-huh. And it's like it's almost like wow, he's he's kind of relegated to like his his fate or his life or whatever. And like okay, so I think this might be his last album. I have Strong possibility. It might be like he he had he's had his best album since. Since Eminem show, leave on the good note. Let it be.
1: He's done. Like he, I, it's gonna be hard for him to fight the urge of making a retirement album
0: because he's still so freaking talented. You hear, it, but it's like at this point, like as hard, as good of as much skilled of a rapper as he is, how much, much
1: does he have left to say?
0: What what is there left to say about what of what he's essentially turned like the the tunnel's been dry, like. That horse is not only has that horse been beaten dead, like it's been buried already. Like, I mean, I love them. I love them to still be around and come out here and do features for people and do, like, you know, mm-hmm. like collaboration albums, like maybe an a Eminem Jay Z album, possibly, like where they just, you know, like a Wash of throne type deal or a Bad Meets Evil. Type that would deal. sound so weird. I mean, and, and, and if you think about it, it just, it's all just exhibition. Like, they don't yeah. get into actually like a themes like how, you know, Watch the Throne about, you know, yeah. like their stardom and dealing with problems, like the basic, like the visible glass ceiling of being black causing, yeah. you know, reach, you only know, reach a certain uh, level. I hope but, that don't happen to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. You know, trying to rise up the ranks
1: of the podcast.
0: Uh, but, I I don't want him to retire, but he's still so freaking talented, but I don't know what else he can rap about, so I don't... We're at a weird crossroads. Do you find yourself thinking,
1: man, like, how interesting is
0: Eminem, really? Like... I haven't thought Eminem has been actually interesting since 2000. You could say after the Eight Mile soundtrack, he has been interesting. Yeah. I remember when he popped up, like, on BDT Awards out of nowhere, after Proof died, and he just, like, looked like a shell of himself. Yeah, I I mean, there's hes still talented. He can still make great music, um, in spurts. But there's, there's nothing compelling to make you want to go back and like actually sit down with him for a full hour. And it's sad because the, the skills are still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and even guy, but the, I don't. But the thing is, like, I mean, in that beats, with, it's not situation. Wanna... And that's another thing. Like, his, you listen You you know what Eminem beat sounds like. It's it's a rap rock beat with hard drums, or it's something with a bass, and hard drums, but it's something definitely dark sounding with yeah, drums.
1: Yeah, dirty drums, hard dirty drums.
0: Like that's his that's his sound. Um, uh, I mean, it kind of he he flipped the script a bit up with um recovery mm-hmm. when he had you know just Absolutely. working with him. Um, but for the mo- and Alex the kid, but for the most part, he is what he is. Um, it that's enough if he if he just wants to you know make you know sell a bunch of records. Because he's still gonna sell regardless. Yeah, and the skills are still there, but like the skills are there, but it's not a basketball game you want to watch.
1: The San Antonio Spurs, for better or for worse. Yeah, the Spurs are what like twelve and one right now. How many people know that?
0: <laughs> I don't think many.
1: Um, I've always had this kind of you know. I've always played devil's advocate with him. M&M.
0: hmm
1: um, When he would get into these, you know, lyrical kind of jousts or whatever, it would never be against anyone worth a damn. And I'd always kind of bring that up. And yeah. I just wonder why, you know, him being in an alternate universe, was it because everyone was so afraid of him? Or was it, you know... Not worth it to people to put put it on the line to go against him. Well, I, I think like I think had, a, had a, if a if a random artist from you know L A. right now came out on the same thing, as that I feel like people would just be calling him a hater, you know, because that's what it basically comes down to. He <laughs> was you know he was hating on these you know artists like with today's logic. Luckily, that didn't exist back then.
0: I mean, the thing is, with the people he was ba- he was bashing on, like those pop, even still now to today, and and even unless somebody come out dissing Chris Brown like that. <laughs> but the thing with Chris Brown is he's labeled as a as a black singer, so he's like in you know, that R and B category. That's not you know yeah. when people are singers when they're not really actually singing R and B. Like for example, Usher's last album it's not a, it's not an R and B album at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, that's a dance album. Uh. With climax in it, uh, so the thing with like the Britney Spears, Tina Aguilera, and all, and, was it Insync, uh, Backstreet Boys, Ricky Martin, Vanilla Ice, like, all those people were people that that commanded no respect whatsoever mm-hmm. in the in the realm of actually of, of the music industry or even outside of people that are fans of music. Like those are all people that made like that either were untalented or and or their music was just uh, okay, held, were of no. No value as far as um intellectually moving anything like this, it their pop songs they're their filler they're can- it's cotton candy
1: mm-hmm.
0: so nobody's gonna stick up to defend them regardless even though they' there it's low hanging fruit, which was a thing about which goes great with, with i feel like as you as this really your point like he's out here bashing on them, the people that are gonna fight back
1: yeah and if someone were to fight back, I felt like it would have been a good thing for a better thing for his career, rather than dissing a Benzino or a Jaw Rule hopping in after you know the damage was already done. Uh-huh. Um, I would have just liked to see it personally. Uh, it, it doesn't take away from you know what I, what he accomplished or anything. It's just you know leaving something to be desired. Um, and also you know you can't ignore the the big elephant in the room with Eminem,
0: like you know the the race thing. Yeah. Um I mean we already we've already like hinted at it. but You were going to tackle this like head on. Why not? All right, good. Um like as far as the lyrical content,
1: you know, I felt like he got a pass, you know, that random artists, you know, couldn't get whether they're, you know, African American, whether they're Latino, or whether they're anything else. Um as you, you know, said in the car before, you know, had Jay Z tried to say half the things he said,
0: he wouldn't have survived. Yeah,
1: it. he wouldn't have survived. You know, we call them you know Tech Nine, or and nobody wants to listen to that shit. Um,
0: and we call those guys weirdos. Like, yeah. we're, like we're like we're like we're talking about uh, Bizarro. Like nobody nobody was sitting there listening to Bizarro. Yeah, and checking for his when his album drops when he gets a release date. <laughs> <laughs> like, if he ever got one. And it, I mean, and a lot of it comes down to like. His roots as a battle rapper, where you know you say off the wall stuff to get attention or whatever that fits it, and now that psychotic stuff about I'll kill you, I'll do all of this. He's like not only will I kill you, I'll you know I'll kill you and I'll cut you up and I'll 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 you know I'll basically paint use your blood to paint the walls of my of my new apartment. Like that's like yeah. that's like that's, like it's always it goes another level, and that's what Eminem was like. Eminem kind of matches like the attitude era for wrestling to where it's like right. the level, of the bar is only so high and all of a sudden you got these guys doing these crazy matches where you're taking bumps, like throwing mankind off the top of a cage 20 feet to a, through a table. Mm-hmm. Eminem's out here talking about how he's going to sodomize his, his his own mother or he's yep. going to rape his own mother. And it's too late because it's not because y'all already backtracked about the Roman Stone cover. Yep. Like that's the bar going red. Right. And then like, you know, over time, like nobody else is meeting him at this bar so like he, has to he, down. he he has to come back down or, or go away and and the sad thing is like it went away because he had a lot of problems with like personal life where it was like drug use, mm-hmm. and like like I said he, we were driving back uh, from the classic, and we were listening to um, Marshall Mathers LP during playing Drug Ballad like this like now listen to Drug Ballad it is one of my favorite songs on the album, but it's really like a freaking blueprint. It's a it's a it's foreshadowing of what's to come as far as like. I, these drugs really have a hold on me, mm-hmm. and it did. Like this man, he almost died. Alright. So
1: and they say the game weight. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they said he was like, un- he gained so much weight, he's unrecognizable, and people were like, nah, is that Eminem? Nah, that's not Eminem because Eminem can't be that fat. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, luckily he's, t- he's changed his life around it's for the better. And like I kind of, you know, like we were talking about the Kanye thing about like I was worried about where Kanye is in his life because I love this dude's music and like by because. His music is so has such a hold on me as far as like how good it is, and I care about him as care about his well being. So see, mm-hmm. he can hopefully still make great music because it's such a great mind he has. Same thing applies Plasma Eminem, where I was like, he has such this such a creative mind that like is so different from anything else I've ever heard. And like to hear Relapse was like like oh my god, like it's finally taking its toll on him to have these kind of dark thoughts, and now it's like he's made it kind of past the other side, but. He still show you he had like he still reach in and grab you stuff from his past. Mm-hmm. But I at heard this point, relapse.
1: Like, it was just like listen to the album, sat with it. I was so down on that album, I deleted. I felt like it wasn't worth the space on my computer. Wow. Like and that I never thought I'd feel like that about a, a from that a, guy. Yeah, from that guy. Like I was like, let me just clear up this hundred megabytes. I might be able to use it something <laughs> oh, else. Wow. Like it it was very disappointing and, and it took Eminem a lot to to regain my you know trust almost with it. Like I had I, I had to hear you know forever. I had to hear Recovery, which I really liked. Um, and I'm willing to sit with you know this album even you know further. Like you know how when we came out on the Kanye um, album, I said the like same you, thing. You feel
0: like we came out way too fast. On I, feel Kanye like, I feel like we, I feel like
1: we I feel like we did, but we were justified because we felt like the album was incomplete. And I still
0: feel like it is but I said instead of the thing is the songs that are at the front of that album are so strong that it like it makes up for the holes because the whole aren't nearly as glaring as I thought they were at the beginning. Yeah. Like at first I thought the like the end the end part of the songs the end half of the album except for like two were like, like terrible as opposed to just being like different send, send it up. Yeah. So like I at the after you know
1: like I said, I'll sit with this album and, you know, I may gain more respect. It's for not
0: it. I'll say this though, you're not gonna you're not gonna it's not gonna grow on you while you're you're not gonna grow on you from its production for the most part. It's gonna grow on you from the fact well, it'll grow on you from the fact that oh, like you hear monster monster's something that that Ten years ago, I never right, I never would have imagined Eminem rapping over ever. Ten is that years like Jay Z over like soft beats? It wasn't. I, it wasn't that I never thought Jay Z would rap over those beats. I just thought he, that's something that he would never he would never think of doing, as mm. opposed to something he would never do. Like mm. that's a that's a full rider beat. When I first heard that beat, yeah. that's the first thing I said. Te- I was like, "That's a full rider beat. That's crazy." Yeah. Um, like survivors, survival is strong, uh, but. It's, you know, like, he still has his own ear, his own specific ear, and he's going to get what he wants. All right. You know, but the skill is still there, and that's, that's, that's something that I'm going to keep on that. Like, he's going to, he's going to keep, I feel like he's going to, if he does another album, he'll sucker me into another album, too, to listen to. All
1: right, now that's going to wrap up our first segment. Um, we'll be back with One Nation Radio.
0: One Nation! One Nation! I came in like a You have control, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you played playing this um, because you just did the whole Eminem segment. And I was wondering to myself, like 13 years ago, wouldn't Eminem have absolutely bashed on her for like a song or two? Yes, Eminem would have been dropping mixtapes oh, yeah, on these people. people like, mixtapes. Mix you know? Okay, fair enough. Like, who else would have got it? Katy Perry probably would have got it. Same with Britney. guy did not like on some real, like, a like assassination. Gaga definitely would have got it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially if he was on that homophobic, homophobic thing. Oh, my God, definitely. It oh, goodness. I think God, that he wasn't, like, older, too, because Madonna would have got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, okay. Strike so, All right, so, yes. Vogue and all that. So, um... It being November. Yeah, since it's November there's a lot of like weird like ten year like round number anniversaries. You know, um the Black Album's ten year anniversary this month. Yep. Um Wu Tang Clan's having a twenty has a twenty year anniversary. Um one of the greatest rap albums of all time, something that like, you know, as you you've talked to me about this is like it might be the most bid on album of all time. Uh Doggy Style, Snoop Doggy Dog. Uh, he's not Snoop Doggy Dog, not Snoop Lion, yep. not all that stuff. Like now Snoop so Dogg, uh... Snoop Doggy Dogg. <laughs> so the most feared, agi- agile, West Coast rapper you've ever heard. Do you want to get to that one first? Uh, we'll start with the black album. Okay. Um, full disclosure: When I heard about him retiring, I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." I never, I never like really took into account like the depth of his career. I always thought. Oh, wow, he's always been one of Tyra right, for a long, really, really long time and never really took into account, like, everything. And then... You realize I, I realized, that, like, it, you know, that's, like, the first time I ever, like, sit down with a, a, a Jay-Z album-sized blueprint and, like, listen to the whole thing, it's entirely back and forth. And I heard and, like, you know, you get to it, and it's like, What More Can You Say, and PSA, and Lucifer, Encore. and December 4th, and Encore... And moment of clarity and you're just like, oh my god, like this dude's leaving. Allure. Oh especially, oh, oh my god. Like I I was like, oh no, this this guy's leaving? He dirt off your shoulder. What I heard dirt off your shoulder, bro. And they went to the end and he's doing and Timberlands are doing like switching up the beat and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I lost my shit. Uh and then you you know, you see that um he's having like this the first rap out the first rap sellout. Um, concert at Madison, Madison Garden, Garden. In with like the 20 whole years Fade to Black July. documentary, which adds to the album exactly. Especially like the, the bonus feature where you see at the end, like PSA was supposed. I like barely made the album before mastering. Thank you, Just Blaze. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and you're like, wow, this dude's gone. He's gone forever, and it's almost like he went on the high note. I mean, you're not knowing that you know three years later he's gonna come back and come back like you know uh, with a dud. But let me tell you. <laughs> From, I want to say, I
1: became, Jay-Z became my favorite rapper sometime after the Dynasty album, leading into the Blueprint. So, when I got the Blueprint album, I, I was on some Radio Raheem shit with the Blueprint <laughs> album, I would run it on continuous loop,
0: mm-hmm. like,
1: while I played NBA Live 2002, I used, I remember I just played a game and just to the album over and over and over. The next year came, same thing with the Blueprint 2. And I had 25 songs on it, so yeah. I was in heaven. I didn't give a damn. That, I was cur- like,
0: that cursed diss is a monster.
1: Um, and then, you know, we start hearing these whispers of Jay-Z retiring, this whole dip set type thing, because I was heavy into the mixtape, so there was like some type of beef brewing with Cam and Jay-Z and Dame Dash. Yeah. And then that summer, the Dot Carter collection comes out, which oh, is yeah. Jay-Z's only mixtape. So I feasting on that for the whole summer of 2003 while you know he starts dropping you know change clothes and you know 99 problems comes out on the radio up there I I live in Massachusetts at the time Um, you start hearing about dirt off your shoulder you start hearing about December 4th and then you see the DVD the black album was so hot when I got my grandma went out got me the album the first day that it it was out just cause she knew I had my disc man. I would not let people listen to it. <laughs> That's how hot it was because I thought somebody would, you know, try to steal it from me. <laughs> and these are the days before, you know, I didn't own a computer at home at at, at the time. So I'm like, nah, you good? You you can hear your own. You go go your own, basically. Like like this is mine, you know. Um, when I would when I, I was freak out, I damn near want to be in tears, like, listening to December 4th, like, just the instrumentation, just like, this is so perfect, um, Encore, which was just the absolute, like, that's a victory lap, like, (laughs) like, around the rap game, Uh, um. the weird
0: thing about Encore is where its placement is on that CD, when it could, like, it could have been the intro, and it could have been the last song, like, and that's the thing about that album, like, there's a bunch of songs that, it didn't matter where where it was placed on that album in what order, like, it could have went anywhere. Like, December 4th could have been the first or last song. Uh, yeah. PSA could have been the first or the last one. It, it's just weird. Like, you never, it's like, it's such a, it was such a big event. And for me, um, like, when I was in high school, um, the very first album that hit that was like such a big deal for us was, um, was Give It to Die Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second one was pretty much everybody talking about, wow, Jay-Z's retiring. It wasn't as much about the actual album as much as it was, wow, he's retiring. It's crazy because at that point in time, people that already had, like, like a fatigue as far as him being in the mainstream or whatever, they're mm-hmm. not actually, like, looking at, like, the, the, the breadth of his, like, how long he's been around, how consistent he's being compared to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like, wow, like, this is a, dude's a living legend still. And, like, people were like, wow, he's going, it's crazy. And, like, wow, I can't believe he's gone, but like, it, he might, it might be best suited for him because he's been around for so long, it's kind of like wearing off. And especially down here, because down here is like such a weird, like, it, it, such it, a weird it, mix
1: of people. It was weird. Like, I when I first moved down here in like 2004, this was like six months after the album had been released. Yeah. So it's like the prime time of the album, like you just like... Radio everyone, and everything. Everything. That. So I'm like... I'm befuddled and dumbfounded by it. people like what you what you mean y'all love Jay Z like I'm
0: gonna do like this um, I remember I, I went to high school I told you the story before yes and people please would, tell the people the story people would tell me uh, keep my down here you you hear some of everything because you know there's some it's so many different people from everywhere but came down here was you know telling me like at this point blackout made Jay Z my favorite rapper They mm-hmm. made him my favorite rapper at the, at that time uh, and all of a sudden, like, people tell me, like, oh, Jay-Z sucks. And then leading on to the end, I'd be like, ask for the reason. Be like, well, I'm just have fatigue or whatever. Like, he's pretty, he's kind of like the Hulkamania thing. Like, mm-hmm. he's been around so damn long. Like, it maybe he needs to go away for me to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, maybe that's a part of why you're tired. But people were telling me, like, Pastor fucking Trump is better than him. <laughs> like, <laughs> July, I was sitting there on St- this stupid file. My mom gave like,
1: what? Like, only in rap can you get a regional opinion based on something like that, we don't hear things like, you know, this is East Coast Rock. You know, this is this is West Coast R&B. Like, yeah, that's
0: like, so stupid. You me, like, you don't hear people talk about, like, Avenged Sevenfolds better than Metallica. Like, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, whatever, it's just, I don't, I just didn't get it at the time, and obviously now, you know, that the fact that he went away for three years while still, like, doing things or whatever, Being he was always still there, even while he was gone, and then all of a sudden he comes back and, like, you you see, like, the album, like, the album was, like, it was going to be great. It has highlights, but it was just, for the most part, just didn't have the impact of the other albums. And I feel like a lot of that comes back down to the fact that he left such a freaking, he left such a freaking high watermark the, up there. That blueprint that to Black to, Album,
1: Jay-Z, I feel like is the best we'll ever see
0: That's my point. And then he comes back and it's not that level. It's like, oh, you're Jordan wearing 40. Oh, you're Jordan in a Wizards jersey. Almost. Yeah, I mean, he he later corrected that with, you know, with mm-hmm, um, three. Blueprint 3, even before that American Gangster, but, like, it was, it, it was, like, a event Like, that's something that you remember, like, wow, I really thought he was going forever. Like, you see them, like, they ro- MTV was rolling out the red car form back when they were actually doing stuff with music, mm-hmm. and, like, you see he was, like, performing out in the middle of Times Square and everything, like, the like, album, because he was performing What More Can I Say out, yes. out in Times Square. Yes, you know, every bro, word I, I, knew it. Was I knew
1: the whole album, like, like, it was so, like, you could just memorize it. Like, what more can I say I damn near thought was the first single? Like, damn near yeah, <laughs> like, and, then off the album, like... And the
0: thing about the black album, it was so freaking good that it made me go... It made me go back and actually, like, made me go back on Blueprint. Because at the time, I heard it, was like, okay, cool, whatever. And go back, because I was into so many different things. Especially, like, I have, I have like, a focus for what I like my what, my... what I really, really liked a lot at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point in time, I was, like, I was really on to... Eminem, and all types of other weird shit, that's why I am the way I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I go back upon it, like, oh my god, like, I was sleep, I super slept on this album, like, this might, this might be the greatest rap album I've ever heard. Like, yeah, like, like, he's talking about the button-up suit and ties and everything, it's just nuts. Uh, even back then, like... So he had
1: people throwing away, or stop wearing throwback jerseys. Yeah,
0: he pretty much kind of did kill that. Everybody and then
1: was, put on a button-up.
0: Yeah, because everybody's wearing, especially him. He was the first person. He's one of the first people I ever saw wear a throwback. And yeah. all of a sudden, like, oh, we don't. I don't wear jerseys on thirty plus. Give me a crisp pair of jeans, niggas button ups. And I, I, remember like playing, like you know me, like and my friends. One of the most fun things like, my sophomore year of high school is r- riding around listening to Black Album Slow down. <laughs> like you, have, you can't imagine how I mean, it's, you can't imagine how hard encore hit slowed down. It's actually funny. It's comical, <laughs> um, but. I mean that then like Allure
1: and Lucifer was when you want to talk about Lucifer album cuts. Absurd, you want to talk about album cuts that is just you know, they, they put the backbone on your album. They put the ass on your but album. What
0: track what track number was ninety nine problems? Nine, I believe. Yeah. And Lucifer was in the back end of that part Lucifer too. Lucifer was twelve. Alright. I'll say this though. What were the flaws of that album?
1: The flaws of the album. I think the interlude was just it was there to be there. It was served no purpose really. Uh-huh. Um, moment of clarity that you know I felt like he just wanted to work with Eminem, Eminem so bad, so the quality was like just. Eh, it Do you was not cool. like the song? The Song's very good, very good. Made a lot of sense. Just the
0: beat doesn't hold just up. The now. beat
1: doesn't hold up. Okay. I know you have your problems with threat. As far as Night Wonder and all that, but
0: I think that beats Wack as fuck, but he murdered it.
1: Yeah, but Just By My Thug was just.
0: We agree on this one. This is like the only thing about Blackout we've agreed on over the years. Like yeah. just, just By My Thug, like
1: mind you, DJ Quick like has one of my favorite rap albums all the time in Rhythmalism, but and look, just By My Thug, it, and between it was just wasn't, like um,
0: where is that? And like between like Buck Bounce, he do Eight Ball Energy. Like I've always been a quick, I've always been a quick guy, but that one was like, what was that? Before we get off the Black
1: Album, we have to talk about the other legacy that the Black Album left. When they released the acapellas and producers gray were able, album. yes, producers were able to make their own versions. You know, if you ain't like the beat for a moment, uh, for you know a moment, uh, justify my thug, uh, make your own. Like, yeah. <laughs> which I need to make a a, a Black Album. Uh, oh my god! Uh, I need to make a Black Album actually. I need to go get the acapellas. But the most notable one, like you said, is the Gray Album, and yep. then. Which there, pretty much
0: like like with Danger Mouse, that pretty much got its notoriety, and then it led on to like the the Barkley Barkley stuff.
1: And there was like a hundred of them on the internet, like yeah. different people, like you know, making tight stuff. Just Blaze was making remixes of you know songs like that, so yeah. which was which ended up being a big thing for the culture of rap and producers. Like, oh, another
0: thing is like that album, like if not for that album, like Swiss Beatz might not have that that mid 2000s renaissance. Like think about like Hustler Music and bring them out, like. When those samples he took a J.
1: I'm a hustler, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: like he that's he took those from there, and that's like rebirthed his whole like his his whole like yep. run, his reboot of what his production was at that time. So yeah, it's definitely like is think about it, like Swizz in mid two thousands, like about it. We're it's, struggling. One of, it's one of the like mid two thousands or like that run he had. Like, that's one of the hottest run. That's one of the hottest runs like any guys had. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as for singles anyway, he was just strong. Like, um
1: the Buchanan's that close up the album the my last song which you know yeah. I love that song
0: I'm going somewhere nice where ain't no mosquitoes at mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and like we were saying the Fade to Black concert DVD you get to see you know Kanye and the passion he has for you that's know that's a star
0: to make when you watch that because he's talking to him like when he's talking about like when Lucifer's playing and he's in the background talking about like working on the album he's saying to him like uh, explain like yeah you know I'm nice. gonna I'll do the voiceover and is like basically will be like the breakdown part and I'm going to do, like, you know, you're going to go away, and I'm going to tell you, we need to bring you back on, or whatever, and I want you all to scream hope, or whatever. And he's doing it, and then, like, you sit down, he's all saying, like, you like, know. think how absurd that
1: looks in retrospect. Like, dude, here's this He's a artist. fucking genius! Yeah, look, here's this artist. has He hasn't accomplished anything. He's looking Jay-Z in the face, saying, here, this is what we're going to do. And then Jay-Z rides with it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a part of the package. you have anybody that ever, like... Heard about Kanye or anything, and he said he was a rapper, and then they heard, like, Blueprint 2, and he's on the uh, the Land track, mm-hmm. The Bounce, and you're like, uh, I'm not really... That verse too, was tight. I'm, it's it cool, but I'm ass. not really all that sure about him. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, you know, the, We Are the Champions, and then he gets back to, the, back to um, that part that he's talking about um, on the um, whole album, obviously on that uh, documentary slash movie or whatever, and he's saying, you know, like, the Black album... Is like um, the it's black like a, movie. Is like a, the black movie, and each movie, and like each song is like a scene in the movie, and like you know the the instrumentals are like the score and whatnot, and like how what you like, what do you want to happen in this movie or whatever? you like, I'm never like for me personally, I've never seen anybody break it down like that, and then like even still that still saves me today when I like think about albums or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like I had no children but the root of this dude, and all of a sudden like what three four months later. College dropout. College dropout drops in like for me, like I've always rooted for Kanye ever since I seen, seen him talk about that kind of stuff, and then like it, like it's such a it's such a drawing point of like what it led to. It, it's kind of it's it's it, and just blaze is like he kept trucking along.
1: Yeah,
0: Timbaland, obviously like their relationship like they've always had this ridiculous like Dr. Dre slash um yeah. Speaking of that, it has to be the Dr. Dre slash uh. Snoop Dogg album or his relationship, so mm-hmm. like let's go ahead and we're done. If you let you have anything, to say let's go ahead and transition to that.
1: I love the Black album. If you ain't heard it, you're
0: slipping <laughs> Yeah, man, um, 20 years, and I remember um, I want to say a few months ago I was, saying, I was texting everybody I was like, yeah, man, about 20 years soon. Mm-hmm. And it snuck up on us this weekend. Like the type of dude this man was at the time. Like he was like the most famous rapper in the world. He's like the co-star of the chronic,
1: yeah, which swung uh, Which swung The pendulum to the west coast.
0: Yeah, the deep cover song, mm-hmm. or the soundtrack, and then like he's a banger. He's on trial for murder, and he's like the number one song, number one album in the world. Like, what's my name? Gin and juice, like
1: absolutely crazy. feared, like absolutely feared, like you. From what I'm watching, all these documentaries, like people described him. They were like they'd never seen a West Coast rapper that agile to get on any type of beat like that, like, with that type of coolness and flow. Mind you, there was Ice Cube and all that, but Ice Cube was, like, 100 miles an hour. Like, you yeah. didn't really hear Ice Cube get too smooth, you know, until later.
0: Like, um, he was the one that yelling, and meanwhile, like Snoop was the one that's, like, chilled about flowing. it. Which makes it Like, yeah, if you worry about somebody, I, that's the one to worry about. Like, um...
1: Just just the intro of it, the whole funk thing, like where he's sitting in the bathtub. G funk, yes. Um, you know, gin and juice, the, those synths that Dre was able to program in there. You have yep. Snoop going off on a song like "The Shiznit," where he's just like, "All right, this is what's gonna be. Like, I'm the nicest motherfucker in the game right now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, so, I'm about to spit all these bars on this beat, and this this is what it is." Um you know, you got Lottie Dottie on there, which is, you know. The Slick Rick. Slick Rick kind of. He made it his, his own thing. He made it his thing.
0: Um, serial Killer. You want to talk about Album Cuts. Murder, look, <laughs> man. Murder was the case they gave me, it was just so ridiculous. Like, I still play that, and I still get, like, the shivers of, like, over how rough that beat is. Mm-hmm. And you know I me, mean? like, I'm not one of those people that, like, bow, be, bow before the, the, the throne of Dr. Dre like that. Mm-hmm. I think he has, like, flaws or whatever, but. Like that, there. Is, Not on like, that album. That's my age. Like you, like I don't doubt when I when I pop in that. Like that just plays. Like there was a there was a weird thing with like Dre of like I want to say after like between from starting off from Doggy Style to like ninety five six like of his production was like. Where the he- like, what machines is he grabbing the shit off of with these mm-hmm. synth sounds? They're nuts. Because you know he was still stuck on he doing a whole lot of the sample thing, and then like kind of like nah, I I may do my sample thing here and there, and you know do the G funk sampling, but I'm gonna hit you over the head with these sounds and be like, what the fuck is that? Like, what yep. machine makes that noise?
1: Yeah. Um, he always
0: had those drums. He's always had the drums with him. Always.
1: Doggy style has. Been used and abused and like bitten off or ripped <laughs> off more than any album in rap history. If you just look at people stealing lines and making entire songs out of them, you look at just the the flow. um uh, People just interpreting Snoop Dogg. You got the posse cuts on there, like ain't no fun. The homies can't have none. Like Nate Dogg out there, like it's just birthing stars.
0: And that, and you know, that same uh, that same um, sample got used uh, later from Mariah Carey for the Heartbreak Remix.
1: Yeah. Um. You got stuff like Pump Pump on album. It's just there, <laughs> like which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um. Those are almost like those drums. They're like you naughty know, by nature kind of drums, and then with the instrumentation like of, like flutes and you know hard KRS One style like. The, the song that they play on the, um, on the What's NBA the 2K th- commercial. Like, they could have put that on Doggy South. The,
0: the, the evil sample from Reasonable Doubt.
1: Yes. Um, Bert, people stealing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Another, another Jay-Z, um, on, uh, Jigga Jigga, that, uh, that nigga Jigga, where he's like, he steals the whole, mm-hmm. like, from he, the depths of the, the sea. sea, back on the block. Like, he's, yeah, he, he's used a whole lot of that, Jay-Z. Like, he. Like, people don't understand, like, keep in mind, like, we were still young when it first came out, so, but it still was so hard, even, like, going, going through, like, and growing up, this is tough. Like, which do you, which one do you prefer to listen to more? Doggy style or the chronic?
1: It's very tough. I'll go with doggy style, some, because I know what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chronic Is missing just a little bit At the back end okay. Because the the skits And whatever um, I think they could have Cleaned it up a little better <laughs> Those are both Snoop Dogg albums So basically, really yeah. <laughs> Basically um, I'll take Doggy Styles Just because of the We got to hear the songwriting And you would hear him For three verses on each song You get okay. more Snoop Dogg Anytime you get more Snoop Dogg More of the hottest rapper At the time The better um G's and the Hustlers. Um the way he was a old soul kind of when you bring out the Funkadelics. Oh, or excuse yeah. me. Um was it the Funkadelics? I forgot. It was it was
0: I remember how he goes on tour he has his own funk band, man. The like, dramatics, excuse me. Yeah.
1: And it laid the foundation for Snoop to be a international icon, and Snoop kind of When he did the whole No Limit thing, to me it didn't click like that until The Last Meal. Okay. Um, But Snoop's always been one of my favorite rappers, and it's always... You you think about it. Snoop and Biggie were almost out damn near at the same time, and then Biggie dies. Mm Mm-hmm. So Snoop is the last guy of that time... Pac's dead Biggie's dead
0: Uh Living legend
1: He's a living legend
0: And he's kind From of From like before 95 Yeah And it's like Like Dre's this, around But Dre don't make music yeah. Like that He's like a, He's still working on Detox slash He's a recluse So He's giving money To so
1: Try to explain that Like you said To a younger generation Right now They'll never know
0: The how, kind of How weird the, Of a The type a of
1: genius The type of star he was
0: <clears throat> Okay Um Basically, like, envision somebody being the hottest, rap- the hottest rapper in the game, then at the same time, like, already having a track, like, the hottest the hottest new guy out who never dropped an album. Like, imagine, like, a, a guy like the Buzz that Drake had, or, or even 50 Cent had. Yeah. Then you throw in the fact of, like, he's facing a murder charge back in the day when, like, this was, like, a big deal. Around the OJ thing. Yeah, around the time, around the old time. Oh, another being, one. Being, also being out there, being this criminal guy, he's actually, he's actually a banger Uh, he's running around wearing blue, throwing up the sea, and 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 all that. Like while sounding like nothing ever, he's co-signed by Dr. Dre, who was already at that point, already at that point in time, already already legend status as a producer, and Mm -hmm. was already probably the greatest uh rap producer of all time already at that point in time. Still, um, and this dude is like he's changed the flow from everybody is like screaming or being loud and whatnot and. And you know, or rapping
1: me. a million miles an hour. Yeah,
0: and he's like laid back, cool, sophisticated. He's like his own rapper. He's so diverse, and then he's like so like not into actually like trying to prove how good he is. He's just good. Like yeah. the skills are there. I got it. I'm I'm charismatic while also being calm. I'm confident. I'm sure. I'm cocky. I'm and I'm brash. And like all that's in one package. And it's 1994, and there's not like a bunch of competition. And the music it moves at a slow rate to where like this album album's gonna have staying power so we're like, okay. like an album drops now in the internet age that's so why di- it took so we, long for to come out yeah we hear it, we dissect it and we're already like on to like something else after like a month of playing it to like more stuff to fit more time to be able to fit time to listen I mean, as much as we can where now, then like we would sit with albums and be like damn that's nuts and you were just in the car and you were just in the car playing you know, playing now and you can sit over and over and over and over and over and over and over
1: mm-hmm. I mean,
0: like, I don't think you can ever get somebody to be as big a star as he was.
1: Like, in that...
0: In rap? No. I just don't think you can. To where, like, everything is centering around yes, him. as we... Like, like we, Snoop Dogg we, might have been previously
1: that, said in the segment, like, we'll never see, like, a run of excellence like Jay-Z from that Blueprint to Black Album. But as far as just capturing one period, as far as how hot they were, and it, disregarding skills, because... Like, I mean,
0: like, think about it. My question is, right: like, how do you... He swung the whole East Coast, West thing, West Coast thing before he even became, like, a, a, a full front, like, before, the, like, it became, like, it came to the forefront, like, East Coast, West Coast, like...
1: Like, the East Mark, Coast had to take it back from Snoop Dogg.
0: That's my point. Like, he came through, and then later he goes through and crushed the buildings. You know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? And nobody was mad at him because he Snoop Dogg. Yeah, like... How he was getting away with that? Tupac like, couldn't have done that.
1: Yeah, as you can see, to this day, like, they're Tupac detractors, like, um, and Snoop, also, being a team player and and a businessman himself, he, he stepped back when, you know, Tupac came out of jail and became the biggest thing at death row. He took a step back. I, I think that's commendable. commendable. Um, yeah. To basically put your ego aside, you know, be like, I'm the biggest motherfucker over here, like, and then to make room for this guy to bring him in and also co-sign and build off that friendship, which if you ever heard Snoop talk about Pac, you know, they became pretty it's good friends.
0: Love. So, um... Do you think that that he actually was concerned for number one spot, or he just had it and he didn't care anyway? He just he was just so he was just so freaking unbelievable that he just he just was that guy and had it. Or do you think he actually wanted it?
1: I don't think it bothered him as much because if you always listen to Snoop, he always came off like he didn't ever want like beef with nobody. Yeah, how many rap beefs does Snoop really get into?
0: I mean other than him Banging on Luke and, and, Yeah uh, and, very few Other than like yeah, Even all of Dre's beef Basically yeah.
1: So like I don't really think That was And that was the era For that Yeah So him he, taking he, so long Like he figured You know whenever I put This Dogfather out His second album He'll figure it out But the business Started going bad And he had to Make moves Where he had to He had to go Take a step back To move a step forward With yeah. that Cause his second album Everyone said was A whole disappointment And stuff like that But how do you
0: follow that though? Like, when yeah. you talk about this, like, Bad's a great album, but like, it's following Thriller. Like, same thing with like, um, whether or not whether or I've not never listened to Dogfather. I've listened to it. Like, I don't at the time. I haven't gone back to it and listened to it since like when it came out, and that was over fifteen years ago. Yeah, you know so what I, mean? I don't
1: see myself really checking for it. like
0: So that. My, uh, it's like, how do you follow that? Because it was so, like, it was there. Like, it was like, it, it was so, it was so freaking ambiguous. Uh, ambiguous. Sorry. Um... I'm blanking on the word. Ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. That's the word. I don't know how you follow that. It's just everywhere around you. And, and like, I don't think... Has has there been a better West Coast album since it came out? I mean, if you want to talk about the documentary
1: or the Chronic 2001, you can put them in the same boat.
0: You can throw out Tupac All Eyes On Me or Pac Me Against the World. I, I
1: really don't think all eyes on me holds up because of that second disc double disc, yeah. Um Okay. And as far as the lyrical content, like Tupac can sn- can hold Snoop's jock lyrically, I felt like. As far as like with the flow and everything like that.
0: I mean uh, I I think it's closer than you give it credit, but I'll say this though. I know who's more I know who's more charismatic on the mic. That's without question. Like he's one of the coolest motherfuckers that ever lived, like as far as I'm concerned. Still. Yeah, like Snoop's a, like, bro, Snoop's like, Snoop's like a damn near grandfather, bro. Like, he's the grandfather you want, like, he's like Willie Nelson. Like, he's the guy, he's the grandfather you want to hang out with. <laughs> That's nuts. Like, uh, I mean, I just think he's, it's, it's a weird, it's also weird for the fact that, like, Snoop, in a weird. Snoop's 42 years old. in a, Okay, in a weird way, and he's younger than you think he is, because mm-hmm. he's been around so long. You forget that he was like nineteen or whatever. Um, the weird thing is,
1: so he dropped this album at twenty two. Yeah, twenty one. That's like,
0: and he might like he's all he basically got found because he was friends with Warren G.
1: Yeah, which I, was Dr. Dre's cousin.
0: Yeah. So, wow. do you, yeah, like, that's how he's found. Like, he's in yeah, follow fall of street, like, he's, like, Dre's trying, like, trying to figure out how to get away from this Jerry Heller situation all of a sudden. Like, I got this nigga, I got, was, like, hey, I, got, I, got I got, um, yeah, my like, oh, like, oh, cousin boy. has his homeboy or whatever. He's nice or whatever. He always, he's, like, what? Like, how, like, how fortuitous is, this, like, Dre? You think about it. He ends up getting snooped because of that. And he also finds, like, Jimmy Iovine finds a tape of this dude rapping at the Rap Olympics. That they got the silver medal and it turned out to be Eminem. Yeah, I,
1: and then Eminem I, brings in fifty. Yeah, like his mom was
0: like just compared, like just I don't want to say it's luck because obviously he's a he's you know he's one of the greatest music, minds of music she ever. Very
1: fortunate, but,
0: but like <laughs> a lot of this stuff is like just a lot of this stuff is just happens to be like the right time, right place, and it works out for the for the betterment of, of everybody, including us fans of of music. Yes. Um. How much of it do you think it overshadowed uh, his the star of Snoop, or as far as his credibility in rap, the fact that he's lasted, been around for this long, he's still making music. Does he think well, that, do you think that's a, that's a bad thing? Still making music?
1: It's not a bad thing, but he's clearly he is who he's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's like when you see an athlete hang on for too long. Like Snoop's like a bench player at this point. And yeah. rap, like a very good bench player. Like, all right, you think still he's a good bench player? I still think he's a very good. If, if he wanted to drop a rap album, he still matters. Like, he's he's like he's not
0: last rap album that matter was what for him? Rn Rhythmic Gangster RnG. Um, or has it been something. Since then?
1: I want to say there's been something since then.
0: Like like the full album. I don't mean like the one single he's doing issue with. Like, is he? Yeah. Back, remember, there was a stretch, a long stretch of like four years where. Like, he's going to try to give you one single. Like, for example, that track that Snoop DeVille did, the Snoop Dogg, uh, yeah, Snoop yeah. Dogg. That was hot. Yeah.
1: Um, that the album was type. Of, oh, it was? That was tight. yes. Okay. So, that would be it. But Snoop okay. is a guy right now, like, we've seen his best. He's not his best anymore. But under- It it's understandable, though. Yeah, and it's understandable because you've been good so good for so long. You, we can't blame him for, you know, wanting to have fun. What's wrong with having fun? So, if people still like Snoop Dogg, he can still go on tour, you know, he's making, you know, he wants to perform some new stuff, I mean, we can't knock the guy for that, he's a living legend in rap, which we need to, as a rap culture, learn how to treat our aging talents, we can't just dump them aside, you know, that's how we, you know, we we have to nourish the culture, pretty much, um... so he can continue to being a great bench player as long as ever he wants to hang around. I'll still t- look. If Snoop Dogg was dropping an album when he turned fifty years old, would it be an event? I don't think so. You don't think so? To, like, look, okay. what, what, no one to, would be like to, what,
0: to rap. Would yes. you just, just
1: want to give it a listen, just see what it sounds like?
0: I want to see what that first song, what that first song sounds like. I have to see. I'll, I'll definitely, if you put it to me, like, is there's a Snoop song, there's a Snoop single out. Do you want to hear it? the Answers, yeah, and I'll probably they'll it, it, always sucker me in. Yeah, but is it going to be? Do I want to sit down? Sit down with him for an hour? I don't know at this point. And the question's been, I don't know, yes or no, maybe for about six years, seven years now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the highlights are like the highlights
1: are like when there. you have when he does what he does in the first half of his career, he can do it. He has a golden ticket to do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> like <he>
0: <laughs> like singles wise, he was so good for. Jesus Like And he has light, he, and Like Bato, Like Bato Like Bato Like the be slept on yeah. that played, And we played on like um, You look at Like uh, What's the track he has With um, The track he had With Justin Timberlake And Charlie Wilson that Pharrell did Signs Signs, Signs. Yeah. Uh, Drop it like it's hot yeah. And that's all 04 mm-hmm.
1: And like then Snoop His ability to adapt From Okay when Dr. Dre Wasn't Giving him what he needed Or whatever that situation was He on. was able to move on Lay uh, low Lay low. He was able to move on to other producers like, you know, you can see him work with Just Blaze. Yeah. You can see him work with Kanye.
0: And then put Jay on the work, track with him.
1: Then you can see him work with the Neptunes when the Neptunes are still going. Um, you can see him find Scoop DeVille. Yep. You know, you can see him Snoop's like a godfather of the West Coast. He can get what he wants. <laughs> yeah. So, people are always going to try to give their best stuff to Snoop Dogg. Um, he gets a respect like in that sense that... Eminem is not getting right now because I feel like the likability of Snoop Dogg,
0: like everyone just likes Snoop Dogg. Well, oh, because he's way more abrasive. Like the, his worst sin in retrospect now is people forget. There are people right now, I guarantee. There are 15 year old people that have no idea he was a banger. No yeah. idea, no idea. They think, oh, it's a lovable Snoop Dogg. Yeah, like he's almost like the, he's almost Like he's almost like his his, his image changed from him being like Public Enemy number one. To being like this beloved musical figure, like he's almost like the George Foreman. Wow. He's almost the like George Foreman of rap. <laughs> Think about it. Like this person, people were like minutes and scared of, and like oh my god, and no, oh, my god, he's so he's so in front of him, he's so good, but we we don't we really don't want him to he's so good. To now he's like oh he's old level, it's Snoop, it's Snoop yeah, line, Look at him, look at him while he's out here walking around with the reggae. Look, look at him while he's at the Steelers game uh, wearing Steelers clothes. Look at him while he's at the USC game or whatever. Look at <laughs> look at him while he's you know he's obviously highest. Fuck. Yeah, like and just smiling his ass off. And with shades on, like
1: <laughs> he gets he gets that pass that. Like we were, like I was saying, Eminem doesn't get it, Like for that second half of his career, where do you
0: think? Not I mention that. Do you think he's? Do you think he's the world? Do you think he's rap's right biggest ambassador?
1: If we had to send a rapper to the White House right now, I still. I don't. No,
0: no, no, I don't mean it that way. I mean like like. He's a sign of of what it was, but it's not, like Matty Johnson, like for example, like how he's the, yeah. like he's probably like the biggest ambassador of basketball. If, if we're
1: putting the, the in the in a time vault, like a like uh, if we're we're capturing this and putting it in the time vault, a guy that's uh, a guy that's
0: essentially retired, yeah. But he's like he's like everybody sees him and recognizes him as what's oh, well, all that all that's good and fun about this particular
1: subject. I, I'd be willing to give that. See the Snoop Dogg and Jay Z. Okay. Snoop or J.
0: Um I think Snoop is further along in the ambassador role and further removed from like being quote unquote like I feel like he's out just like I need I need something to tour with. Yeah. I don't think he's actually like I'm going in here and I'm trying to prove anything other than I'm other than I just need some I need two more tracks. Um two tracks added to, add to put, would, just by going on a tour I think was, Snoop could
1: been. surprise people like if that man wanted to go in there and be like, Okay, I wanna you know, I wanna turn it up a little bit. I wanna I wanna mm-hmm. rap. I think you could do it.
0: I mean, what what's the last thing he's had? Like uh, him being on the um, "All I Do Is Win" remix. Yeah. Or not the original, actually on the remix, the actual. Yeah, he was on that. Um, I can't think of anything else, but I mean, actually, I'm sure like, he could do it. Like, <laughs> uh, like, like he's stoops the man.
1: That's all yeah, I gotta say. Yep. Um. So we had Doggy Style, we had Black Album, and Wu Tang. You want to talk about Wu Tang? We got about ten minutes when we can talk about Wu Tang. Okay. Um. Wu-Tang Clan also had a 20th anniversary of their first album. Um, Entered the 36 Chambers, I believe. Yep. That's what it's called. Um, 12 songs on the album. The beats were hard, um, which was probably and my favorite thing.
0: you had ever heard before. Like, I still don't quite understand how that stuff worked with the it like, like, it seems like a lot of stuff, he chopped it up, he threw it together. It's almost like... Like a buckshot, like it, like it, it you put it, you pack it. almost like you pack it in, you shoot it, it sprays everywhere, and then it put it came back together. It's like, oh, it, oh, that's how that sounds. Like it's just weird how you did. Like the mind of, of RZA is nuts.
1: Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about Wu Tang, I was not the biggest Wu Tang fan in the world because I just <laughs> kind of didn't understand their content, and they. They weren't going to wow you lyrically on a track. Just like, you're not listening for the lines. Which was, I was very heavy into when I was, you know, kind of trying to come out. Like, who has the the tightest lines, the best rhyme schemes. Different stuff like that. And the thing I took away most from Wu-Tang was their beats. Just hearing how many people would jack them and rap over them. Yeah. And they become like classic beats like that. Um, So, for that, I tell... RZA, thank you for dropping those beats onto the. <laughs> onto, uh, and creating the East Coast sound, kinda, you know, moving away from the, uh, Tribe Call Quest days. And, uh, here we go. Gossip effects, Like, when, you know, they needed something, you know, when, it, when the East Coast was struggling, you know, it fell off, you know, prior to the Nas and the, uh, and the Biggie, you know, you had Wu Tang come out, which is still celebrated. And, the romanticism of Wu-Tang By people outside of our
0: culture I wanna Yeah I was gonna say to you Like That's I was gonna weird. say to you, Like the one thing about Wu-Tang I think the reason I, I kind of touched on this when we on, Actually on the trip Like the reason why Wu-Tang was Like I feel like They were so beloved by uh, Hipsters or I guess, Hipsters and or even, even like Beloved by white people That like rap music too mm-hmm. The fact that like it kind of fit into like the the whole like they have like mythology to them. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing, that's one of the reasons why like I love I like wrestling, especially like The Undertaker or I like I end up liking like the comic book movies or whatever because mm-hmm it tells you a story, it gives you a mythology, something that's like, oh, okay, kind of like something of a greater, like a greater power, something that's outside of like normal, norm, necessarily like a reality. Right. It's escapism, so I like, turn my brain off of it, enjoy whatever, enjoy the story and go back, go back with my day when I turn it back on. And one thing Wu-Tang did was like, all those dudes were like comic characters out of their mythology, like you have Raekwon the chef, you know what I'm saying, you have Tony Stark with will go for his killer, like you have Method Man and all that kind of stuff and it's just, like, all of them have these multiple nicknames and all these, like, different personas. Also, like, Eminem with the Slim Shady and King yeah. nip stuff. Um, and it was just interesting, like, see, like, you had these nine dudes and, be real, like, how many of them were really good rappers?
1: <laughs> like, you could leave a couple of them for, off. Like, I mean...
0: like I, I, I don't out. know
1: what you guys sound like you know so well he was
0: only on three that's another thing like he only has on three tracks on that album
1: yeah nowadays that means a feature
0: that's my point yeah like I was like it's another thing like how did because uh, I was younger like I have no idea how they actually came together as a group and all of that stuff worked out like I song like,
1: structure yeah, like, yeah song like,
0: structure like who's gonna be on what track why is like you know seven minute songs or whatever then like you hear these beats that like so we're like you listen to like how uh, Ice Cream is set up you're like hmm ooh, oh, ooh, oh. Yeah. Like, huh? What how do you <laughs> put that together and whatever? And then like like for somebody to make that work and, and it works over and over and over means like this actually something he thought of. This is shit and he just threw together. But like to me it seems like something just put together. So it's like something works in his brain that I wish worked for mine, it just doesn't. <laughs> um so like but my thing is this How many of those guys do you really feel are essential? Like I me and you were talking about this before and I thought like you need Rizza, you need Method Man, you need Raekwon, you need you need um
1: Ghostface
0: Ghostface. And I mean, though you could you could leave it at a four but you mentioned like you need O D B.
1: Yeah. Because O D B is, is the flavor flav for them almost. Like he's well, he's, he's yeah. better than play Flav. Yeah, I know yeah, that, yeah. but he's the character. Like he's the most
0: outlandish character that they have. You're right. Um, and you're right. And I thought about that. I was like, yeah, he's true. You need somebody like there ain't no like, like everybody you, you can't need, be all star You need you need like shame on a nigga who tried to run game on it. Yeah. Like you need that, that on that Ignace. album. You need yeah. that Ignace. Foolish. Like that man's like the original. That man's like might be the original like charismatic whack rapper. He might be. Like, just come out there and be like, damn, this nigga ain't really, like, he's not really doing much for me as far as, like, what he's saying, but, like, why does it sound, like, but why am I continuing to bob my head and, like, continue, like, to not, like, roll my eyes when he's, like, rapping? I don't get it. Like, he's, like, just charismatic. Like, there's a lot of guys like that. Yeah. Like, we said, Flavor He might be the first in that mold, though. Yeah. Um,
1: like, I I definitely feel like he's an essential part of Wu-Tang. Okay. Like, I mean, you know, like... It basically comes down to Master Kill and Inspector Deck and you, God, and... But the thing
0: is, and also, for Masa, me, like, Jizz, like... like Saheem,
1: but, I don't know.
0: Inspect the Deck and Jizz can both rap, but I yeah. don't think they're essential. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But,
1: I mean, like, he... Any Wu-Tang fans, feel free to hit us up and explain to us why, because I definitely don't know. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I can I, I can vouch for the other guys. I, underst- I can't vouch for the I
0: understand why, like, I get... I I personally enjoyed their songs, but I never understood why they were the phenomenon that they were necessarily. I I, and I mean maybe it was because of I, being down here. Like if I maybe I was from freaking um, if I was from Brooklyn or from Sta- or Staten, like maybe I, yeah. I, I would like hit off more. But like I never really and also like the age thing because you know at a certain time. But even like Wu Tang Forever, like the weird thing is I remember when Wu when Wu Tang Forever came out, and it was an event that double disc came out. Like actually I got that as a birthday present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow So like And I remember being Stoked Like stoked Just like Yeah hell yeah And I ended up like Losing that bitch And I was hurt mm-hmm. like, I never even got a chance To listen to it Wow I was hurt Like I spent Like literally My birthday is um, November 29th I spent up to like New Year's Looking for it All around my house I couldn't find it I was devastated Because I remember Triumph and the Killer B video And I was like That was nuts And it, like That's what, that's another You're talking about Like the production and be like That's another one A killer beat That everybody wants To grab over Triumph hmm they just, um... There's a bunch of different cats and it worked out and, you like, it proves... It's proof that, like, you don't have to fit into a box necessarily. Yep. At um, least
1: at least at one time you didn't.
0: You think it's... Well, you think it's more the case now? Because I see a bunch of Trinidad... I see All Trinidad right. James walking around. Obviously, right. he doesn't have release date or nothing like that, but... Yeah, he never will. Or do you think... Do you think it's... <laughs> do you think is a... You can't be weird unless you're clicked up with the people in the in crowd already? Bingo. Okay. That, imagine, okay,
1: that's fair. Imagine a nine-person rap group trying to come out of, I don't know, um, Inglewood, you know, Inglewood, California, right now, and I—I I mean, you could make the case odd future, but how successful are they really? Oh, they're no, exactly. No, 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 no. It's not on the level of like where they're getting, you know, that that mainstream like. You know, what further love. proof it
0: is, like thinking that the ASAP shit, yeah, like. Who who do you want who do you want to spend an hour with besides ASAP besides Rocky?
1: Like maybe you listen to ASAP first, but he's like funny. It's not anything you want to kind of I don't know. I'm still trying to hip myself to the ASAP movement.
0: I'm but I'm saying like that's like far out like far out New York stuff. But i did, Like I feel like Wu tangs stuff is much better. But like for them to have a, a group of that many like legendary talents, um. And, like, it's so ha- it worked, and it didn't seem, like, crazy at the time. hmm it's, like, it's like... Like a wow. nine-person rap group right now. The attention span,
1: like, Damn. of today. That's what do not- you mean we gotta sit through eight-minute songs? Like, to, like <laughs> the hit, to hear Method Man, I gotta wait seven minutes. Like, really? Like, Speaking, no fast-forward this shit. Like, and then, you know, it, it would be broken up in no time.
0: I mean, you were talking about this, like, what was the last, um, the great... The last great like group rap album. It might have was it like beg for mercy? G Unit. It might have been, unless it's you like, want to count that like, hey, Young YM, Money stuff. C&B but your Maybach music group stuff and those aren't those are, are compilation. Those are clearly compilation albums. Like, yeah. well like, ru- like you might as well call that like like you might as well call that Rod or Die Volume one, two, yeah. or 3. <laughs> like those, they're just as, they're just. I mean, just you want to freaking... say Watch the
1: Throne? I think that's a group album. Um,
0: okay, that's fair. That's I, fair. Yeah, Watch the Throne. That's fair because I mean,
1: you know, that, that's Bad fair. Meets evil. I mean.
0: I, I'll say watch the
1: throne, but the point the still stands.
0: Yeah, like it's so rare. Yeah. Now, like back in the day, like you you go back to when we were just in middle school, like we were getting outcast albums, man. Yeah. Like I, we were getting we were getting riding dirty, we were getting riding dirty UGK, like that doesn't really happen. Like we were getting like Ball and G albums.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, even back then, like, obviously, like, maybe because, you know, where you were going around, like, you, obviously, like, I still, like, I still talk to you about, like, those guys, like, especially like A-Ball and G, how crazy those dudes were, especially mm-hmm. like, uh, A-Ball, but, like, here, like, you would, I would get that, and I'd be like, I, you know, it's almost like, it's a weird thing, like, group rap is gone, and, like, the tag team division wrestling it is gone, too. Going, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know like, why these, like, weird stuff, yeah, I, I forgot about Dipset. Dipset was, like, a great group, too, and that my community like they
1: the, the the parallels between dipset and wu-tang i feel like are hmm. yeah like i never
0: thought about it like that
1: great great beats they have great that beast, great beats gr- charismatic leaders guys. none of them really like they kind of they have a lot of stars but they're not
0: really like stars, stars. like
1: that huh the bottom of it is really the bottom. Like you really can't. Yeah. Like once you start getting the hell rail oh, yeah. and, and Unkasa <laughs> yeah. and all the wow. guys down there, like, but freaky people, Ziki. but people freaky Zeke, like, but people will be like 40 cal and JR Ryder are the nicest, nicest ones. But it'll be you know the guys. People will be arguing for inspected deck and Jezza. Yeah, so they're the nicest the, ones, but yeah. they're not really the star. Like you, I you never still even have
0: thought about this like that before.
1: They're... They're they're one of the same. They made like you know they had a short time to make their impact. They did, and then they kind of the way they kind of you know moved off to different record labels.
0: No, I got one for you. And then Jim, you can throw Jim Jones and ODB together. Like they're like yeah. they're care they're swaggerific. They're charismatic, but ultimately they're not really good. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you like you throw you can say like Jew Wells is kind of like um. Uh, you can say he's kinda like the uh, filling the the you the, a like the Method type Man. Of, you think he's, he's Method Man? I think Man? he's Method
1: Man. You think he's Method Man? I, I think he's Method Man.
0: Okay, and then Cameron is basically Ghostface,
1: Ghostface slash Ghostface slash Rizzo.
0: Rizzo Okay. Yeah. Okay. Alright then. Um that's a little little yeah. theory I haven't I really thought about it today. Like you just it, like that sprung on me and then it hit me like, wow. I'm kinda upset that I never thought of that. So, <laughs> now now like when we get done with this, I'm gonna like Further hashes out.
1: Yeah, because like it's like your Jay Z triple uh,
0: H thing, and I had, like you thought about that. It, it Pop my head like more and out more like parallels.
1: Yeah, well like, on. that's, that's one thing I I'll, I'll give you guys it'd be like weird parallels between shit you really don't wouldn't think like damn that's kind of it's just it's you're living in alternate universe something
0: to think about yeah
1: um but and then the cult following you oh know, yeah. behind Dipset they had the young kids wearing pink. They had them wearing American flag stuff, which still happens today. Yeah. Um you had, you know. The Wu Tang was grimy.
0: Man, people be wearing those Wu-Tang things still. Like right now, if I if I went in the hot topic, I guarantee you I can give me a Wu Tang shirt. I guarantee <laughs> you. And I would actually rock it, not even try and feel ironic about it neither. Yeah. Like like I always I always like dug them, especially like method.
1: And always. Then, and then also the last thing I would leave you with, the fans waiting for the reunion album. Yeah. Dipset is Wu-Tang. This is One Nation Radio. I'm Rich. Unless you got anything to add, James. I'm out, man. Alrighty. Later. Subscribe.